And welcome back no. to the Bachelor Brothers podcast. Yeah. Hannah B, it's good to see you're in the room here. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna catch you up on what your ex boyfriend has been up to with uh, a lot of fine other ladies. So <laughs> Hannah B, tune in. Um, mm. I, I heard Hannah B's been listening to our podcast. So. I hear she's probably that one person from Israel that's listening. Yeah, apparently somebody <laughs> from Israel listened. So welcome. We're expanding. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we are on week three of the Bachelor Brothers podcast and The Bachelor in general. I guess that's kind of goes. It's a good week, I guess. <laughs> well, we'll find out if it's a good oh, week. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Well, we've this... got it paused like at the very beginning of the show and mm-hmm. uh, I'm seeing olives hanging from a tree. So that can only mean one thing. Olive oil. <laughs> Another bottle of something that we probably will be teased at. Syrup. Like Aunt Jemima last week. Oh, boy. Yep. We're back. Olive oil <laughs> is going to be the theme this week. If you make 30 jokes about olive oil. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, Thank I you. bet you will. Yeah. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, this week we know that so far Demi is coming back. Demi, not Lovato, if you follow her. Demi, not Lovato. She's fantastic. She was made for reality TV, and that's about where we left off last week. We don't really know anything else that's going to happen this week, so we don't really have much info. Now that Hannah Brown's gone, though, I guess some of them can try to win his heart. They'll end up being crushed, I'm sure, because he's going to leave them for her. So, but I hope. I hope so, too. <laughs> that would make good TV. Well, uh, we are going to start the show, and we will have some juicy deets for you, I'm sure, because, as we learned last week Wait, with the bef- Champagne Gate... Yes. It's Before be we start, do you think there will be anything as exciting as Champagne Gate? I bet you half the episode's going to be about Champagne Gate. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's all just, they're going to talk gonna, about. Okay. They're going to be like, I just feel like, you know, it's hard for me to turn the page when, you know, I've been scorned so badly. You know, to me, if Champagne Gate <laughs> was as exciting as it is meant to be, they would have teased it the whole season. Like they teased <laughs> him jumping over that freaking fence. That's what she means by, don't season. let her go. She's yeah. talking about the champagne bottle that she brought. I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to jump into it. All right. Here we go, just ladies like, and gentlemen. Just like they jumped into that syrup bottle last week and All right. spread it all over their pancakes. All right. Waffles? <laughs> I don't know why you're making excited noises. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Champagne Gate is back. Yeah, it's so stupid. We were right. You know what? <laughs> I... In high school, used to hang out with like children. Just a weird way to phrase it. There, there are a lot of people who act like children in high school. That's true. Okay, there we go. I feel like I went back to high school, and I'm watching like girl drama play out again. Mm-hmm. But it's there's a difference between girl drama that has a reason and girl drama that has no reason. Um, champagne gate. Champagne gate <laughs> has there's. Oh. There's no purpose. Well, the thing is, too, uh, so they started out crying. It was Hannah, Hannah Anna, and... Uh, Anna Anna? Lip, lip injections. I forget her name again. I don't Kelsey. care. I Kelsey. hope she goes away. <laughs> well, it opened up with both of them crying, 
they were very emotional that morning because she's like, I'm not a champagne stealer. Yes, and so, yes, you are. So Kelsey comes over and bullies her into saying she's not sorry, a bully. I'm, I'm sorry, not a bully. Not bullying. Not bullying. She she said um, she said you called me a bully and I will not stand for that. Okay, you're, which you're not a bully. You're just a mean person. Well, Hannah goes. You literally said super cruel things to me. To which she said, saying unkind, cruel words to someone, I apologize for that, but saying cruel words doesn't make you a bully. So and I'm like, why do they tell you when you're a little school? kid who <laughs> is bullied mm-hmm. and they tell you, words words don't mean anything? Because they do. Yeah. Because that's the definition of a bully. Anyways, so uh, Although she... Although you could be physically abusive too. Yeah, that's... Not that's, just verbally that's abusive. Intense. But she... Um, yeah, their conversation didn't go too well. Uh, it basically ended with them getting mad at each other all again. I actually forgot that Kelsey was the clothier, and it makes me dislike her more. Yeah, she works at Old Navy. <laughs> maybe the Gap. Uh, probably maybe the Gap. Maybe Banana Republic. If she's like, she seems a high, little prissy. Yeah, high ten, high quality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Old Navy is awesome. I've never met an Old Navy clothier that I didn't like. But I can see them opening, like, a new Banana Republic in Des Moines, Iowa, and her being like, this is my calling. This is my calling. I am better than all of you. She works at the the outlet version, (laughs) Well, it was the dumbest conversation we've heard since about seven days ago. Remember how, like, episode one, I told you about how I felt completely overwhelmed with dumbness? Mm. This was the textbook definition of dumb. Yeah. There was I, no substance. I kind of forget what happened, <laughs> but the the one thing that was at least entertaining, more than the cringeworthy <laughs> fight that they were having, was uh, the guy who grew up in like the the most the least redneck place in the world. He's literally dressed, straight from SoCal. He literally <laughs> grew up in what did it say Westlake or something. California. It was like West Beach or something. It was one. It was one of the provinces of like Orange County. And he flies planes. And he acts like he's from Bakersfield because suddenly he's wearing a flannel and driving a red pickup truck. Yeah, and wearing a cowboy hat cowboy to hat. a date to teach her how to line dance. So that was exciting. Well, first they Victoria went, P. Yeah, first they went to a general store <laughs> to pick out cowboy boots and an outfit. Very common. And cowboy in hats. this part of the country. Yeehaw. Because. <laughs> Obviously, he's not an actual cowboy, but he does have that one flannel shirt. Yeah, he looks like he was Clark Kent, like, working on the farm. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> he did. It all makes sense. Like Smallville. But instead of Superman, he just flies a plane instead of himself. Ah. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's actually a plane. It's just, yeah, it's a plane. Anyway, <laughs> so, and then they were awkwardly line dancing in the store, and I just But imagined. they didn't line dance. They, they did like uh, two steps of line dancing and then they just kissed in, in front of a room of strangers true. the entire time. Also. And she's like, he's so special. He treats me so well. And I'm like, he opened the door for you. Your standards are so low. They are low. This is the same girl who remembers she talked to. So this, this is teacup girl. She had the traumatic teacup experience. And so she was in that. Oh in my that, gosh, that, that was her. Yeah, that was her. Oh man. And so she was, was in so that funny. alter G thing or whatever it's called. That like G4 simulator. And she went and threw up in the bathroom. And he came by and he handed her a bottle of water. And she said, this is the nicest thing any boy has ever done for me. And I don't know if she's telling the truth or not. But if she is. That is so sad. That is very sad. Like, she's the nicest girl. She has kind eyes. She's a nurse. 
and he, this guy brings her a bottle of water when she's throwing up in the bathroom and says, are you okay? And she's like, that was the nicest thing any boy has ever done for me. And I'm like, oh, frick. Maybe she's never had a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, she's a traveling nurse, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> in Fiji. <laughs> in Fiji. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. So that was about all that happened. And uh, now the red truck moved. Oh. I, I don't know how it happened. They parked <laughs> that truck right in a no parking zone directly in front of that store. And when they left that store, that... That truck must have been valet parked across the street. <laughs> At the general store. In a different parking lot somewhere else. It's a mystery. I'm sure it wasn't a producer. No. What if I... it actually got towed? <laughs> He's it... like, I'm the bachelor. You can't tow me. <laughs> Where's our truck? <laughs> so they had to go and buy a new one for him. All right. So back we go to the show and we will give you some juicy details. I'm sure they won't talk about as juicy game. as olives. <laughs> I have no jokes for the heartbreak. <laughs> That was so, intense. I well, was going to make an first, opening joke about how they were in a plane hangar. The first part, I mean, they were, it wasn't a plane hangar, it was a museum. No, it was an, oh, it, it was, was an a plane, airplane museum. It was an airplane hangar, though, that was also a museum. And we're like, shocker, they're on an airplane date. Because they have no creativity. <laughs> the producers, I should say. But it got intense really quickly. Yeah. Because... When we were talking about how Victoria P, the like how she had such low expectations of like love and like, I kind of feel bad life. about making yeah. jokes about her a little bit. Now we know why. Yeah, and in her defense, she has a reason why. But basically, what happened was she grew up. She opened up to Peter. She was like crying, and usually they open up on these dates. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. They but make, this was they like, make a sob story out of nothing. Yeah, like teacups. This was like intense yeah she actually had a reason to be sad so she basically opened up to him about how she she and her family were in and out of shelters i think she said her dad died when she was a little girl yeah her dad died when she was a little girl her mom had her own struggles um and then what she would do is like peel potatoes and put salt and pepper on it and then feed it to her sister because they didn't know if they would have food those days and so she would make sure that her sister was fed first and then so like it was really touching and like it really explained a lot about her first of all being a nurse she wants to make sure that people aren't in situations where they're you know they're hurting makes a lot of sense right i'm married to a nurse so yeah I know. <laughs> yeah so it explains a lot about her like lack of examples of like unconditional love and like a deeper appreciation for things that like a guy bringing her a bottle of water shouldn't really be like her standard of a decent guy no. But it is because she I think she's had some kindness. As yeah, I think she wasn't shown out. as much kindness as she really should have been, which is a shame because she's she's like she's a nurse. She's kind hearted. She's beautiful. Like everything about her is just like a good human being. But like, holy frick, her standards of love. She's already she said she's falling in love with him. And it's been literally five minutes. Yeah, it's been like four days. Like she moved on to this like you quicker know, than my ex moved on. I oh oh it's true okay anyway I hope she's a listener (laughs) oh well I I was gonna give her a fake name but nah no there's only like three she's not even worthy of fake names (laughs) anyways so she said she was falling in love in like four days that was the only part that I'm like this is not gonna end very well for her which is unfortunate but also fortunate because she deserves so much better yeah I hope that uh, he breaks her heart yep. And she becomes a bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And, and, in Scranland, so and uh, Seth Reinhardt oh. decides, we'll have to quit the podcast, but... Be worth it. 
you can sign up. I mean, I we saw an ad. They're doing an open casting call or whatever. <laughs> Our point is, Victoria P., you're a wonderful person. You're very deserving of love. And just we not appreciate love you. from Just not love from this that dude. moron. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of finding love, there are two more catty girls who don't like each other in the Oh, house. yeah, yeah. There's a there's a it girl. It just blends in at this point. Yeah. There was Alea. Yeah. Who, uh, is she drunk? She might be. It's very intense. It's possible she is. And she's like calling people out. Like she's like, "How do you feel, baby girl, about not going on the date?" Like really loudly. Oh man. Oh. So. So this will be fun. Yeah, that's about to happen. <laughs> and then, of course, the producers pick her and the girl who doesn't like her right to after go each on other. the date together because they always do that, and hopefully it ends well for the viewers. <laughs> Not for them. Yeah, her and the other girl are going to have a fun time. I I hope they like beat each other senseless with pillows or something. You think they could have a date like that? I mean... I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. Foreshadowing! (laughs) So they pitted a bunch of girls together in a violent act and and hope that nobody got hurt. To beat the crap out of each other. You know what? Surprisingly, nobody got hurt. That is actually really surprising. That was surprising. In (laughs) fact, I mean, the producers even picked the two girls Mm -hmm. who, surprise, surprise. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, no, don't. Can't spoil it yet. How are we spoiling it? The people have watched <laughs> yeah, it. That's true. You're not going to be listening to this if you haven't watched it. Well, I want to know what happened. Um, so they opened up with uh, the producers filming them all sleeping. Always a great way to wake up. <laughs> I'm assuming they were pretending to be asleep. Yeah. But either way, it's a little so. creepy. A little creepy. A little voyeuristic. You want to tell them what they were all sleeping in? They were sleeping in bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold what? on. What kind of a mansion has yeah. bunk beds? This mansion has like I'm sure. I've been to I've been to like summer camps and stuff. They have bunk beds. That makes sense. What kind of a mansion has bunk beds? And like here's the thing. I'm sure like when there's there's like 25 30 girls, I'm sure they got to like they like have 25 or 30 bedrooms room up, in but house, I'm, I'm sure. sure they have at least 10 rooms in that house that they could have like three of them, you know, like no. put some beds in there. They, like, they stuffed them into the there smallest. There's like 10 of them. Yeah, and they're in a closet. In a tiny room. They're in a closet. It was the size of like, in like a, a family room. They're like, we're going to put them in bunk beds. <laughs> we're going to make you guys, we're going to put you in this mansion, but we're going to make sure that you feel like you're living in squalor. <laughs> it was insane. We just noticed that and we're like, why are they in bunk Why beds? They, do they do that every season? I don't think they must, but like, I just don't understand. I always thought they it was were a sleeping, tiny room too. I always thought they were sleeping in like hotels or something. Like it wasn't like they put him in a master suite or something. They put him in like the tiniest room, like literally the size of a living room. It was just very odd. Okay, listeners, if you've ever been a contestant on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, please write in and let <laughs> us know. Um. Well, speaking of past contestants. Demi's back. And she brought an the army queen. of goons with her. <laughs> she brought like she brought these two girls that were like looked like they'd been doing CrossFit since they I were like thought, three years old. I thought they were gonna do a roller derby a roller derby. Because, because they looked like they were they like professional like, roller derby crossfitters. They're like, like tough girls. They beat the living snot out of these girls when they woke up. And then they went to uh, give them their we outfits. We should say they be- she beat them with pillows. She literally beat the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should <laughs> we should also mention it was with a pillow. It wasn't like they just, like... She brought two girls into the house and they just, like, put bricks in, like, in like suitcases and, like, beat the crap out of them. Yeah, they was with pillows. But still, 
They were going to town. They were pillows, yeah. So, uh, then they give them the outfits for this date that they're about to go on, which wasn't roller derby. No, it, was it was a lingerie. pillow fight. Yeah, one of the girls said, She goes, we she got goes, these cute lingerie pajama pants outfits. <laughs> I was like, first of all, she doesn't know what lingerie is, and she doesn't know how to pronounce lingerie. And then right after they get off the bus and they're the interviewing exact people same about girl, the date. She says something about, I'm wearing my cute lingerie. No, no, she called it lingerie this time. Oh, yeah, I know. She and Caleb goes, well, someone like, talked to her. I was like, somebody clearly said, it's not lingerie, you idiot. And so this date, um, if you haven't picked up by yet, this date was like an MMA pillow fight. Based, well, <laughs> they put him in like a wrestling ring and literally. I was so surprised that wrestling ring wasn't filled with mud yeah they beat the snot out of each other like there were girls like just like whacking them on the back of the head and like knocking these girls over and then the final match that's what caleb was alluding to oh by the way tammy is a monster tammy was like oh she was doing like she's like doing like wrestling moves <laughs> she's like doing like double windsor like choke holds she did just a like back body breaker. slamming them she's <laughs> a backbreaker on the one go oh tammy you're our a, favorite you a really backbreaker is a legit wrestling move <laughs> They do it was just WWE. so insane. And then the final two, they pit uh, one girl who definitely has real lips again against Alea, who also has real lips. And they're alluding to the fact that Alea is going to be a real handful. She just seems like she's constantly on something. She's just, they're alluding to the fact that she's going to be a real just barn burner. I wonder if they make them take like a psychological exam <laughs> and they specifically pick... Girls who are a little <laughs> off their rocker. They're like, we need 23 decent ones. And then, Two like, sweethearts, and then, like, put in, like, five psychopaths. How do you, uh... How do you feel about, uh... Killing animals? <laughs> like, well, if it's a squirrel, it's okay. You're in. That's, like, the first step. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh... Did you notice the, uh... The giant teddy bear? Oh. You want to tell him about that? <laughs> I don't... Seth didn't notice it, but there was some elderly woman... Hugging a teddy bear, I don't know why. And then she mimicked slicing its throat open with her hand. Like a freaking real psychopath. Also, where did they get... Why is this elderly woman there? Did they do like a casting why call? Why does she have a teddy bear? extras or were these like real big fans of the show? And why did she have a teddy bear? Everybody else in the audience had like... They had... There were people with pillows, They were like 20-year-old like teeny bopper girls. Dumb little... Dumb little sayings on him. And then this one woman, it's like an 80 year old woman holding a teddy bear, slicing its throat open like a psycho. I want to know that woman's story. She'll be on next season. I hope she's on the next. I hope she comes back after That's the commercial the break. She's, she's the Bachelorette. There's got to be better names. For an elderly woman who's looking for a mate. <laughs> I need to compose myself. So back we go. Sydney is my new favorite. I, I did not <laughs> expect her to call oh my Alea out like Goodness that. gracious. Also, I don't think Alea realized she no. was being called out. No. She was just like asking her these questions where I was like, oh, I see what you're doing. So basically they you're walked in. a fool out of her. They walked in to the, like, the night time of the date after the pillow fight. It was like, you know, the cocktail hour stuff. And uh, they sit down and Alea goes and talks to Peter. And Peter says that she opened up. She's literally sitting there like this, smiling, saying, yeah. I've been through some things. But it's she like, hasn't. People have hurt me. But she's saying it with a super smile. Like, not a like, normal smile. Not like a defense mechanism smile. Like a 
creepy smile. And Sydney literally, so afterwards, she's like, we really opened up and he just, he really, he really, she got tired of it. He saw my true colors. And so Sydney, she, she looks at her after she's, like, she's talking, she goes, do you work like at all? Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> she goes, well, to be a pageant queen, you have to quit your job. Like it's a full-time job. And I'm like, maybe it is. Okay. But still, it was, it was just hilarious when she said it. And she, so she goes. And then she starts digging deeper. She's like, it. so, you know, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah. She, she's like, it's just, you know, I've always, you know, I know how to, you know, say the right things and do the right things when I need to. And, you know, if I don't want to answer a question, I'll kind of answer around it. Right. And then Sydney's like, you sound so rehearsed all the time you sound so on and it wasn't until this point that she realizes that sydney is like trashing yeah, her, face, her her face changed from like smiling and being proud of herself to being like oh oh <laughs> she, like, she doesn't like me man i like i i i appreciated sydney for this because yeah. she wasn't being mean and in, like in a like if if this girl was just kind of like a little bit ditzy or something like that, that would be mean to be like you're you don't really hold worth. But like she does hold worth. She just doesn't show any of it. She's just like she's she's constantly in like puppet mode, and it's weird. In the Christian world, they say, check your heart. <laughs> check check your personality. That's Basically. like she's just she has no she's she's pure puppet. She has no like off mode she's right she's so on and calculated all the time and so sydney calls her out for this and she's just sitting there like oh and she's right and she, that was it she didn't really have anything to say no she didn't so i'm assuming they're gonna fight after the break i hope they like physically beat each other i don't think kidding. i don't think they will i don't think there's no. any more to say so this is gonna be a blast but that's all we had for this part so on to the next <laughs> I take back every mean thing I've said about him. He is the first person in like six seasons that has been able to see through like the fakest of fake of fake. Yeah. And it blew my mind. Like I get upset every single season because every year there's someone who is so blatantly, not even just one, but like three people who are like, hi, Peter, my name's Jessica and I love everything about you. I'm so in love. Oh my gosh, I love you so much. And they always fall for that person. Like three episodes in, they're like, I am in love with you and we're going to be married. I just want to be a, I just want to be a pilot's wife. And it's like, they're like, I tell you what, they just have a really good heart. I'm like, no, they're here to be an Instagram influencer. Instagram and they fall for him. Instagram in? influencer <laughs> every time and it blows my mind when they don't see through that well ladies and gentlemen for the first time in bachelor history on the most dramatic season ever he finally saw through at, at least for now for kind of wow. <laughs> one day at least i, I don't saw even know. through it at least for yeah so, until the next commercial break yeah, <laughs> exactly anything that happened on this show so basically it started out he was talking to kelly i don't dislike her i don't love her she's a lawyer but she seems I like kelly she seems like a bit. decent person yeah i mean um, her, her face is like rubber but yeah, I'm gonna cut that out. You can leave my. She, what if Kelly listens to it? You can leave. What my if Kelly comment? is the one who listens to our podcast? Oh my gosh, Kelly is. I love Kelly. She is the sweetest person on the show. For for a lawyer, she's the sweetest <laughs> person on the show. So I don't dislike her. You're I don't so love her, but she uh i i like her yeah I, I i like her but he said uh they had a conversation and he, he said she's a lawyer she's smart 
she has all the qualities I'm looking for. But like, they didn't have a conversation. They hardly well, ever have conversations. Here's the thing. She's like, hello, I like no. your beard. And then they start making that, out. That's where you're wrong. Because they probably had a very long conversation, but it's boring to the viewers. So they're only showing that they have... They're showing you context that they had a good conversation. So that later on in the season, when she's still there, you still can look back and see that they had a connection. Okay. But it's boring to the viewers. What isn't boring... Is making out. No. What isn't boring <laughs> is when Sydney calls out another girl and then he pulls them... Oh my gosh. So he, he calls... He, calls sydney out essentially he like puts her on the spot well well first sydney goes to him has the conversation obviously where they're talking and she says i just don't know if i'm what you're looking for because i feel like i've been very real and honest and genuine she's kind of shy and she said there's a lot of people who are putting on a front uh she doesn't say who it is she doesn't call them out that's what always kind of ticks me off when they're like tiara said this no she says i feel like you're being kind of duped i just want you to know that there are some people who are already here they're kind of doing it for the wrong reasons just check so your you heart, know bro. check your heart bro exactly and so uh he uh he says it was it was brought to my attention that some people aren't necessarily here for the right reasons i saw that last season i just want to make sure that doesn't happen this season and then he turns to sydney and says sydney you're the one who told I, me that people are being fake. I was not expecting no. that at all. Who I mean, does that? I mean, I've seen I've seen The Bachelor call out a girl yeah. in front of people, but not like... But it's when they do something crazy in front of the other girls. I really wasn't expecting... It's not like, hey, here's a private conversation we had. There. And so then he's like, so who do you think is fake, Sydney? Yeah, he kind of looks around, like kind of like egging her on to like talk about it more. I think that... Yeah, and I think nobody was saying anything. So oh, no, just, they're not going to say a word. Yeah. They don't want to so go So he home. just puts her on the spot. And so and then, they, she looks kind of dumb. And so she says, she okay, says, uh, Alea, I feel like sometimes you just, you know, you put on a front, blah, blah, blah. And then she doesn't really give much of an answer other than I've been true to myself. And so Peter walks away. And then all of a sudden, Alea goes over to talk to him. And it's like she has a different voice. She literally, she has a deeper voice. When... <laughs> Drastically different. It was crazy to me. Like, it was like, at she first she... playing a character. It was literally a character. she goes mm-hmm. into her normal voice. Like, it's the first like... character was like, she was like, hi, Peter. And then all of a sudden she was like, I don't know what that crap was she was talking about. I'm like, who are you? It's like watching Tara Strong go from being Tara Strong <laughs> she's to a being voice a Powerpuff Girl. Yeah, she's a voice actor. You, and she does all the voices that sound like this. But that's what she sounded like. It sounded like she was like, hello. And then all of a sudden she's like, hi, I'm Tara. Like, yeah. blew our minds. It, it was just the strangest thing. And that she kind of proved her point that she was playing a character when she did that. So she goes from having a fake voice, puts on a real voice, and then she has fake tears. And she's like, I just... I feel like I'm being called out. And it was, oh my gosh, it was so fake. It was the fakest thing I've ever seen. And cut to commercial break because... Well, no, not yet. Because <laughs> he gave the rose. Oh, yeah. He true. First, we thought they were going to go to commercial break. Yeah. And then he gave the rose to Sydney. Which was the most... It's really ballsy on his Incredibly. part, Incredibly. Because that puts a target on his back for any oh, of the girls yeah. who, who are like... Putting on a front. Putting on a front. Mm-hmm. To essentially put on a better front, yeah, <laughs> or stop putting on a front, and it puts a target on Sydney's back because oh, yeah. it's basically like, clearly, I like girls who can 
call other people out. Yeah. Th- see, I actually that yeah, I, that was my biggest fear when I heard her say that. I didn't. I I think she was right to say it. Right. Right. I think she did it in the right context. She didn't call anybody out. He did it the wrong way by kind of pressuring the situation oh and making her look that like was, she was this like caddy like that was awful. Cat, you know like calling out people. Well. My biggest fear is that it kind of leads to some implications that now all the other girls think that the girls that he likes are the honest ones who call out all the other girls, like you said. True. That's the biggest fear is that now the season's going to turn into this giant, trust me, you're not getting the real version of her. I'm real. You know what I mean? Like a back and forth. I'm real. She's not real. She's the doll, but I'm the real deal. Well, time will tell because it looks like very possibly Olea's going home <laughs> yeah but who knows <laughs> they take away a rose at the rose ceremony probably because Hannah Brown's will in the house again and so <laughs> oh my gosh he gives the rose right? to Hannah he, he has a standing rule with the producers that if Hannah just shows up she just, gets the rose she can join in she doesn't even have to come inside He's just coming to pick it up for her. All right, so back we go. (laughs) All right, so they continued fighting again, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? I'm just kidding. No, that's, yeah, that's right. (laughs) I mean, that's basically it. (laughs) Uh, Basically, he came to the house and said, uh, well, Chris Harrison showed up first because he's his hype man. Um, that's literally his job pretty much just to be the hype man and be like, what, what, one more rose left. By the way, I watched the first, (laughs) I watched the first season. Well, the first episode of the first season recently, Uh just a little side tangent. Chris Harrison was like a way more integral part of the show early (laughs) on. He, he actually, he would sit down with not only the, the bachelor, but a lot of the bachelorettes and interview them and stuff. And, now he just shows up to be like, ladies, it's the final, final rose. <laughs> See you later. I'm going to go back to drinking in the background, <laughs> hanging out with the producers. Because they needed more They're time. millions of dollars to just be here for four <laughs> seconds. It's a fantastic job, really. Anyway. Well, he probably just, they probably needed more drama. And as time went on, they just got a few more crazies. I guess. And yeah. they're like, all right, just ramp up we'll just the drama. just let the show flow. So basically he showed up, said that uh, Peter was going to have a pool party. Uh, so they apparently couldn't he couldn't tell them that himself but uh so they're gonna have a pool party and so basically he shows up says hey ladies time to have a fun pool party sydney can i talk to you and about the way, how much i doubt everything by the way there's no uh there's no cocktail party because you know the producers already know they're gonna take oh, a yeah. lot of time with drama <laughs> oh yeah they don't need a cocktail uh-huh. party so he pulls sydney aside that's not gonna alienate her at all well actually it kind of didn't it kind of propelled all the other girls. This this was my favorite part. They basically the production on this was fantastic. Oh, the editing was awesome. The editing was fantastic because basically what they did was they cut to Alaya, Alaya, a faka, whatever you call her name, um, Alaya talking to the two other fakest girls and saying, "Why didn't she just talk to me about it? She did talk to you, and you were fake about it." Anyways, so she cuts to they cut to her talking to them saying, "I don't understand. None of the other girls have a problem with me." And then it cuts to, at the same time, like, all the other girls sharing how they have a problem with her. And uh, some of them <laughs> one kind, by of, one. kind of being anonymous. And then, <laughs> like, the one girl, he, he's like, are you talking about Leia? She's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the other ones <laughs> are like. Trying not to be mean. They're like, what you see is not real. Yeah. She's and in one, a pageant and she acts like it. Yeah, one girl's like, and, like, she does this fake voice. She literally said what we vo- said. Her voice goes up five <laughs> octaves. And then she goes, Hi. I'm not doing 
and like it was identical to what oh, she, we so said. Funny. And she basically said her vo- her voice changes, her personality is new, and it kept going to this edit basically of like cutting back to yeah, Alea being fake and then them calling her fake and her being like I am not fake and it was crazy and it's weird seeing her with like a completely different voice than she had yesterday oh literally her lower voice almost sounds like Hannah, Hannah Brown. Brown yep that's what I was thinking but she's like the manipulative Hannah Brown exactly so she basically had the conversation talked about how real she was with Sydney Sydney's not having any of her crap I like Sydney more and more as it goes on because here's the thing I don't like when they call each other out just for the sake of calling each other out because they don't like each other Sydney is calling her out for being fake and doing it for she, clearly for the Instagram she's being helpful even. yeah because if, to the other girls too if Alea was her real self, she would have a chance. Exactly. Which is what she sees in there. Exactly. She's and he, like, she I, didn't call her out either. She didn't even say Alea's name in their conversation. She said, you aren't seeing the full story of a few of the girls. And then Peter's the one who put her on the spot. But she was trying to be helpful and say, basically, you should be careful. Here's the part I like, too. When he took her aside and he talked to her during this, he literally said to her, he said, she said, don't take my word for it. I don't want you to think just because Sydney says it that it must be true from now on. She said, do your research. Do Find out for yourself. And I'm like, that is, she is wise. Like, she's not smart. She's wise. Like, that is really, really, really smart to say. And then she also said, don't look at the outside and the pretty voices. Well, it's and I was not like, like good. it's not for her own benefit mm-hmm. either. In this case, he's basically, she's basically like telling him to have actual discernment exactly like talk to them yourself and right. really think about who you're talking to are you talking to a real person or are you talking to someone who's just Mickey trying to Mouse. be a, a, exactly Mouse, i should say Mickey, hello my name is Alea. like do your research that's a good life lesson for everybody but do your research especially for this it's like so many so many times on the show they aren't they're this like fake persona and i'm like how do you not see that but it's because all they want to do is make out. And yes, he's made out with six... Kissed, I'm sorry, not made out. But he's kissed wow. six people in this episode. I saw a little So tongue. far. A little, <laughs> little bit of tongue getting He's kissed six people so far in this episode. So he clearly doesn't have incredible motivations all the time. But at least he has the common sense to say, I'm not going to fall for some fake doll that's not, not even a real person. So, like, this yeah, was eye-opening. He gave the first impression, Rose, to... To Sydney, the date rose, yeah. The date rose, yeah. Whatever you call it, yeah. <laughs> to Sydney, which and says said, a lot. "I appreciate you being real with me." He wants people to be real with him because that's what he's looking for. I actually appreciated that. I just wish he would smoochy smooch a little bit less and actually have like real conversations I, with him. I was going to say, like, oh, I wish, I wish that he would also take that advice to her exactly and be real himself yeah because he puts on this like persona like probably 60 percent of the time where he he puts on this like charming face that i like that personality i like that and just like just kind of goes into maction mode and that's that's my biggest problem is i think i agree with you he needs to take his own advice on that if he did i think we would like him as much as we like sydney Maybe. I don't know about <laughs> Okay, a little, a little too far. We like Sydney. You Sydney, realize I forgot his name good. again today. He went to look him up, and he literally goes, what's Luke's last name? <laughs> go, his name is Peter. So back we go to watch Luke's season of The Bachelor. Whoever. <laughs> well, we're up to seven girls that have been on the Mac train with Peter tonight. And, like, up to 12 girls who don't like Alea, apparently. <laughs> so, uh... Basically what happened 
Uh, they went back to Alea and her fake voice, um, and she was talking hey, to Peter. Peter. Hi, I think this is a really Hi. big moment in our relationship. What the frick is that? She have like laryngitis. I'm trying to go Minnie as Mouse. high as I possibly can. It's like Minnie Mouse with laryngitis. Anyways. I need helium. <laughs> so so uh, she talked to him right after the break. He is totally tuned out. And he, you can just see it in his it. eyes. Like, he's not buying it, but she's incredibly attractive. And so he buys that. So he'll make out with her for four seconds. Exactly. Like, he's he's convinced that she... she he, he's buying the puppy dog because she's a really cute puppy dog. And so he's kind of tuned out, but then he kisses her, puts on his charming, you know, like, double Peter, like, I yeah, like I that didn't kind like of that personality. Because you could tell that he doesn't really like oh, her. Oh, absolutely. But then he all of a sudden went into this, like, like, mode of, like, yeah, I believe you, girl. I'll just play with your emotions. Like, he went, like, boys to men on her all of a sudden. He's like, that's right. I love you, girl. He was like this, like charming, suave, like personality. All of a sudden, that song. <laughs> I don't remember that voice. I think that's from Big Time Rush. Yeah. Um, Big and time so Rush. they kiss. Of course uh, they do. And then because uh, he kisses everybody, even if he doesn't like you, he'll kiss you. Yeah, he's at seven. I'm surprised he didn't kiss that bear that 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 old lady <laughs> tried he to probably de- did decapitate. Maybe that's so, why she tried to kiss, yeah. kill the bear. Um. So. Uh, so then he actually pulls aside Demi 2.0, a.k.a. Victoria P., and asks for her opinion. And he says that he trusts it above all else, basically. Which kind of is telling of also, what his highest relationships are, right. a.k.a. her and Kelly. I think it's really because their relationship is strong. I think it's because it's really strong and he trusts her and she's real. She's a genuine human being. Yeah. So um, he pulls her aside and asks her her opinion on it. Well, not only does she say that... That Alea asked her not to tell people that she they knew each other before the show. She also, knowing her, being the person who knew her before the show, said that she is not here for the right reasons. That she was looking forward to, quote, all the opportunities after the show, even if she wasn't his wife. And that she thought that that wasn't the one for her. And what did we say last, well, was it last week or the first week, that a lot of these girls want to be... Instagram influencer. influencer. This is like textbook. Instagram influencer. <laughs> but here's the thing about that too: the ones who tend to be like the big t- Instagram influencers are the ones who are actually real, who people like. Right. That's like the thing: Sh- is like all these girls go in there thinking Sean they're going to be like. Is an Instagram influencer because he's hilarious. Exactly. Like Madison from like this season, she has so many followers now. You know why? Because she's a decent human being all those people on the circle from netflix <laughs> it's a fantastic show you should all watch it yeah it's incredible but like they're not gonna she thinks she's gonna be this like huge star after this she's looking for her five seconds of fame well she's getting plenty of it on this episode but then when she gets sent home right after this which i guarantee is gonna happen there she's not gonna have as many seconds of fame i guarantee it anyways so peter calls alaya over again after her his talk with demi 2.0 and so she's getting plenty of airtime and he says that his head is screaming, stop it, that he needs to like cut it off now. We'll see if he actually does. Cause that's where the commercial break goes to. This is a really good episode. I don't know if you think so, but I think this is the best episode of the three so far. I wish they would stop like focusing on one singular thing, but the, I think it's the one most singular person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not even one singular thing. <laughs> 
Oh, but I, I, I think this is a really, really Although, good, you know what? enlightening episode on I his really, personality. I too. really enjoyed when they did that on Nick's season with with Corinne. Oh my god! They spent so much like time eight on episodes. Her. Well, that's because <laughs> she was the only thing interesting about any of those people. Well, it was better than Ari's season, where I don't, I literally don't remember a single girl from Ari's season. All I, I remember, remember is that he made out with. Like, I don't remember literally anything all of that them. happened on Ari's season, any except it. for the sound of lips. Oh gosh! Together. Oh yeah, the there, like sound like, effects that they did. There was oh no, my gosh! It wasn't even sound effect. No, no, they put like the mic like as close as possible, and they didn't turn off the sound, and yes. it have like these beautiful sound. Like they didn't put it was music these, like, in the background or anything. No, they did. That was the worst part. Is it had these these like incredible like they'd have these like melodies, and they're in this like Thailand Thailand like oasis, and all of a sudden they're like wise men say only fools. Please stop. And it's like these like overtones. It was podcast. the worst. Oh, it was the worst. I don't remember anything from that season. That's what I feel like this is going to be like. I if actually we're not stopped careful. watching his season. I thought about it, and that's where we're at right here. Like we have a podcast, and this is incredible drama, and it makes it more interesting because we have a podcast to trash on it. If we didn't, though, there's like no substance yet. There's nothing other than Sydney. I freaking love Sydney on this episode because she's telling it like it is. Right. It's fantastic. So that's where we left off. And now we're about to go back to the show. And I hope, I, I hope pray he... that on the other side of this, when you hear the other blah, 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 that he has sent Alea home. I hope he cuts the head off of the metaphorical bear. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that too harsh? Back we go. <laughs> Seth, I I hate to I hate to throw you under the bus, but <laughs> literally he's like he's I so... I hate to throw you under the bus, and then he just throws he... like six school buses at her. Literally, I I was waiting to hear the the bus horn as it oh, goes by. Oof. He uh he uh so basically talk to Victoria P. Then it starts up with him talking. To Alea again about um, the conversation, it says, I've been told by multiple people you'll be being fake and manipulative. And she's like, What? Me? Manipulative? Who am I manipulating? I Who said that about me? And so he's like, Victoria P specifically said that you told her not to tell the producers. Victoria P? No. No. And then Victoria P told her that they, they talked a few times outside of this show. Um, but. She goes, we're best friends outside of the show. Really? How could she do like, this to yep, me? I knew you were lying. And he's like, he he didn't trust her at all. You could just see it in his eyes. It's unraveling. Um, and so he doesn't trust her. She fake cries. Literally, like, she starts, like, fake crying. She's like, <laughs> and then she, like, goes to the steps to, like, the perfect spot to cry. Like, where the cameras have, like, a perfect wide-angle view. And then she, like, sits down, like 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 drapes down against a wall like a slow fade and she's like <laughs> this will be a good commercial break i hope this gets me followers and so she cries against the wall um and then peter ends up going home because of it and he's like i'm done with this this is complete crap i didn't swim once i didn't get any of my cardio in i'm really ticked off those freaking shorts are the ugliest oh shorts i've ever goodness seen goodness gracious he looks like a popsicle he looks like one of those firecracker popsicles it, it, you need to go rewatch the episode and tell us if they're, you if you agree the worst that. shorts they're like they're not short enough to be short shorts <laughs> and they're not long enough to be cool 
<laughs> they're the worst shorts. It was weird. Like literally, they show that they're having a pool party at the beginning, and they immediately nobody swam. By the way, they immediately. Oh yeah, I did not see one person. <laughs> no <in this> one. <laughs> um. So basically, Chris comes and says that Peter and his horrible shorts went home. Um. And then he chops off the head of the metaphorical teddy bear and says that they're not gonna have any. You were so offended by my <laughs> no, metaphor, but and it was now so you're good. using it. Uh, and so he uh, he talks to him and says, uh, "Listen." Uh, Peter is very upset. Uh, he went home to, uh, talk to Luke and see if Luke has any opinions on how His to deal with Paul. this. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> One of the apostles. And so, uh, Chris says off to the rose ceremony and then McKenna, uh, gets really upset that she didn't also get to manipulate. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not manipulate. I mean, I mean, speak to him. Time is so important. So important. Here. Time is of the essence. She is. And I, I am I, full of essence. She's and Instagram. he can't see my essence. She's ready to be an Instagram influencer too. I um, want to be an Instagram influencer, <laughs> but the only way to do that is getting top four. <laughs> it's very interesting too, that the three that we think don't have the right motives and that none of the other girls think have the right motives. Their jobs are in like social media um, in modeling, pageantry. I mean, one of them is a clothier. A clothier. Heck, that means. So, like, it's very, it's it's intriguing how that's working out this season. So, McKenna was sad, and everybody's sad. Um, and that's about where we left off. And I hope that uh, oh, gosh, all I'm... these stupid people go home. So we can, <laughs> but they won't. So we can start uh, building relationships with lovely people. <laughs> that's true the one girl that we don't know her name <laughs> who makes the great eye contact in the Man, back we don't know who she is but she's the one with the uh she has like she has really big like big emot- emotive eyes emotive yeah she has like emoji eyes and she has the funniest if you if you rewatch any of these episodes you'll see her in the background being like oh it's going down yeah it's hilarious it, she looks like she's just there to have fun <laughs> i don't know if she's there she's for the love. dolphin girl yeah, she's yeah, the basically. dolphin girl or the girl on the wedding dress. Oh my gosh, Lindsay. dolphin girl became like best friends with Nick. Oh yeah. She had no chemistry she's with the him best, whatsoever. Yeah. But they were best buds. I think that's going to be this year's dolphin girl. But besides her, McKenna, I'm so sorry you didn't get your time with him. We really hope you go home. <laughs> time is of the essence. <laughs> and back we go. <laughs> Kiera. That's her name. I don't care. I just want to get the rose ceremony <laughs> over with. Yeah, it's rose ceremony. She at least got a rose. Yeah, Kira got a rose. Our favorite background uh, uh, facial expression. Kira, you're the best. She makes great facial expressions. The best. I don't think we've we've heard her speak one single word until that. Until they showed her (laughs) saying, "Like I didn't get any time with him." She's like, "I'm really emotional if I go home," and we're like, "Oh, Kira, we feel bad for you." (laughs) So she got a rose, and we're happy about that. Yeah, Uh, it's rose ceremony time, and apparently, a rose doesn't mean safety. Because they all looked like they were terrified. Oh, yeah. The, the girls who got roses before the rose ceremony. <laughs> they're holding the roses, like, clenching them, like, scared. I mean, their hand, they must not have taken the thorns off of those <laughs> things. Because their hands are bleeding. <laughs> so, they looked scared. Everyone looked scared. Um, well, Champagne Gate Girl and uh, Alana, the clothier, and Hannah Ann, I mean... Uh, they bought, got the first two roses and after this week, they seemed like the sane ones. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I still don't like either of them, but they, they seemed like the sane ones. Also, McKenna 
is a fashion blogger. I was trying to think of her job title, and that about proves what so we were she's saying. Already an Instagram influencer, exactly. But she wants to influence more. She wants people. to be an Instagram hundred k followers influencer. She might have forty five k right now. Uh, so we were we were pretty spot on about those assumptions. Um, and it ended with him after he gave a bunch of roses out to the typical people. Blah blah blah. He's falling in love, but he's not really falling in love. Blah blah blah. Rose ceremony goes on. It ends with him walking out after referring to Alea saying, I just don't want to make a mistake. She might be my future wife. And we're both sitting there going, I don't know if he's what? actually referring to her or if they just Editing? edited some stuff. Yeah. Who knows? I was very confused because like we both look at each other and we're like, he could have just said sure? that in the broader sense. Or like the first day. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're well, like, go back a few weeks. But think about it because the whole point of of this drama is the fact <laughs> that she's not showing any of her actual self. Yeah. And he wants to know if there's any substance or if she's just there to be an Instagram and He's like, I might be missing out on my future wife. And I'm if like, she you look at her. anything about herself. Exactly. But like, but. you're telling me he looks at her and like talks to her, has an actual conversation with her and goes, that could be my future wife. He's not the brightest tool in the shed, if so. I guess. I don't know what score he, he got on his pilot license. But <laughs> well, maybe he's not flying real planes. There wasn't a wisdom chart on there that he had to pass, apparently. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Flying off to the last part. <laughs> I literally rolled my eyes. If you can hear me rolling my eyes. Vroom, off we go. <laughs> oh. I am so over drama that was oh. insane though did you not think that was incredible i'm confused wow are you a little bit confused though about why i well okay okay we, yeah, skipping we, ahead, we, we gotta okay so basically what happened we cut to the thing he's upset you know blah 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 he's unsure he doesn't want to make a mistake he's rose off ceremony, he's, yeah rose blah, ceremony man. he's off on the side talking to chris roses are red violets are blue i might make a mistake and so will you that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's worried that he's going to be letting the wrong one go. He doesn't want to make a mistake. I genuinely Spoiler don't alert, understand why. He's not making a mistake. He's not making a mistake. I, I, like, I cannot understand how he like talks to her and goes, she might be my wife. I don't, I don't know. I might you, be making a huge you know mistake. What it is? He likes a good mystery. And, and she's be, incredibly attractive because she's so pretty. Yeah, there must be something there, right? He wants he's he. I think he wants to like fix it or like think that like everyone else must be wrong. Or maybe they're yeah. And maybe like they they substance. preview next week and like when they talk about it, he's like they're they're like, well, I don't know. Maybe all the other girls were wrong. And I'm like, there were like 15 of them who were like, yeah, yeah, you're not seeing the real deal. And he's like, I don't know. They might be mistaken. I don't know. Imagine, so just imagine this scenario. You go to Burger King, and one person comes out of the Burger King, and they're like, man, don't try the rodeo burger. Something's off today. Somebody walks out of that, bur- out of that Burger King, and they're like, don't try the Whopper. It doesn't taste like real meat. <laughs> it tastes impossible, man. <laughs> and then you turn. So imagine one person does that. You go, all right, maybe not. Imagine 15 people and come out pull, of that. And then you see a guy walk up with a camera. <laughs> put the camera in your like face it's a commercial. and say, guess what? It was an impossible it whopper. It was an impossible whopper. And then even when that happens, you go, I don't know. I I'm think sorry. it was a real burger. <laughs> like That's what he's doing right now. It's just insane to me. So 
he maybe that's why I'm over this drama because I'm like he's so stupid. It was he's he's acting very silly right now. Very silly. Silly. <laughs> so so silly. Foolish. The, idiotic. Okay. Moronic. Silly is not the right. Methodically ridiculous. <laughs> so um. Here, here's where things got convoluted, and I'm more worked up than Caleb is right now about this because I am beyond mad. Like I am so upset about this because this fool. First of all, he has two roses left. Yeah, okay? okay, very good point. There's two roses left, and what he does. First of all, they don't talk about if he's the one who did this or if Chris Harrison just walked in and did this. But basically, there are two roses. He walked back in, and then Chris comes in and just takes one of the roses and says, "Ladies, this is the final rose of the night." And walks off with the other rose. There's two roses and he just takes one. Which would be fine because he's thinking, I don't want to give the rose to Aaliyah. I, I, I feel like it's the wrong thing to do. Then don't give the rose to Aaliyah. But there's but what he, literally like four girls yeah, standing there. Yeah, so. and they're good human, human beings. I understand Michaela's there. He ends up giving the final rose to Michaela. Which, McKenna, whatever her name is. The fashion vlogger who will be Instagram famous from and Canada. will be gone in the next two weeks. Absolutely. Sure. But he literally, he doesn't give the rose to Sarah. Sarah! The gem of all gems, the queen of all queens, the best thing to happen to the show in a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a nurse. She's beautiful. She is unbelievably sweet. She's kind-hearted. She has great, great, great persona. And because they didn't focus on her at all, I've already forgotten about her. She was she's she was my front runner. Not for him, because I know he's shallow and an idiot, and now that kind of proved it. But like it would be like sending home Madison. Well, Spoiler alert. Now. Follow her on Instagram. I already did. And I'm, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm sure she'll find love. With, with me? The next. I hope so. I am, I am beyond shocked. Sarah, wherever you are, I am dearly sorry that you went home. I think well, you were the best one on the show. Since she went home, she doesn't know what's happening on the show. That's so true. So she will be listening next week. Yeah, that's true. She'll be a new listener <laughs> next week. Sarah, we already miss you. Um, and next week when they go to Cleveland, things will not yeah, be the same. We were both shocked that they decided to go to Cleveland. Because that's where we're from. Literally the only reason to go to Cleveland is, uh, well, you don't. <laughs> Actually, there's if one. you really want to no, hear about rock there and roll. There is one reason and one reason to go to Cleveland only. And that is, uh, you were a number one draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> And even then, you kind of look—you kind of look like you're scared to go to Cleveland. And then you stay there for two to three years, and you get out. People, if you're from Cleveland, we're really sorry that you're listening to this, and we're not trashing on Cleveland. We love Cleveland, just not nine months out of the year when I'm it's freezing my cold. Eyes. <laughs> um, we love Cleveland. Our really. point is, there's an entire country with 50 states in it. You got the Grand Tetons. You got Salt Lake City. You got Washington. You got you got New York City even. You got Vermont and their beautiful maple. You, have, you got Maine. You have Iowa. You have the entire South. You have Iowa. You have Des Moines, Iowa. And you decide to go to Cleveland, Ohio. Well, I, I was saying Iowa because it's the most boring state I could think of. Well, they have lots of clothiers. Kansas. <laughs> Who cares? That's true. Kansas is the way it works. Um, I'm just going to rip on states. I my, hope you live there. <laughs> my point is we don't quite understand why he flew 3,500 miles to go to Cleveland, Ohio with 20 eligible women. But to each his own. Maybe it's the summertime. They got a good discount on the show. 
I found a sixty dollar ticket from uh, Cleveland knows? from uh, L.A. to Cleveland, so maybe they're flying Spirit Airlines, and that's why. I guess. We hope they have a beautiful time in Cleveland. We really do. Maybe um, they'll go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, <laughs> they'll go to Applebee's. Maybe the, they're getting crazy. I mean, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> okay, some sort of a chain. They that do have a Cheesecake Factory. Else. That's true. Um, so we've been ripping on Cleveland enough. I feel bad. There's uh, no Wahlburgers. There's plenty. Yeah, there's tons of good stuff. If you drive an Actually, hour, you can get to the number one amusement park in the world. So that's that's cool. What Six Flags? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Six Flags is gone. Cedar Point. You should go there. Anyways, uh, good things to Cleveland. We love you all. No, we don't. Um, but it previewed next week, and it showed him taking Victoria F to a Chase Rice concert. Who Caleb doesn't know who he is, but he's a he's a he's a very very popular country artist. Um, he's one of the bro country and guys. And you've already lost me. Yeah. Well. Uh, it turns out she looks over and sees that it's Chase Rice and her eyes get like big old big. And it turns out she dated him. <laughs> what I want to know is did the producers know oh, that ahead of time? a thousand percent. They stalked her and like looked it up and they're like, do it, plan it, find it, pop it, flick seems it, like, twist it. That seems like good drama. <laughs> it's the champagne gate all over again. Um, right. So... Victoria P also comes back and decides that she's going to talk to him, which again, going back to Cleveland, that means she flew 3,500 miles. She couldn't call him. She couldn't like write a letter, tell one of the producers to like get him on the phone, something that would have made, I I don't know. I'm sure they're like, Hey, we got a $60 ticket on spirit airlines. I will love it here. Hold on. (laughs) I will have a science. I will totally change my tune on that girl. (laughs) If, she did one thing and one thing only. If she got on a Greyhound bus from LA to <laughs> Cleveland, that means she really cares for him and really loves We'll him. accept her back if that's the case. If she did that, even flying there, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand it. But maybe it's summertime and it's warmer. It's Actually, you know be. what? You you have a really good point. The fact that she made her way to Cleveland uh-huh. shows that she really shows a lot of promise. She really wants to be an Instagram influencer. <laughs> If she makes it past the next episode, I might quit this show. I would agree. I would agree. I think that's fair. Let's make that pack. Like, we could change this. We might, it's a survival we, podcast. We might, go, <laughs> we might switch back to, like, a different season. I might watch... Or watch. a completely different show. We'll just start episode four and we'll be like, Welcome no. to Survivor, War of the Worlds. No, we'll just watch Juan Pablo's season. <laughs> He's oh, okay. This is gonna get crazy. I, I'm I'm just so curious for next week. That was a really good episode. That was really really good. It was really dumb and it was fantastic. I'm just, I hate when they spend an entire episode on drama. I love it. Like I changed. <laughs> I I was okay with it, but the fact that they they're hinting that this stupid drama is coming up again. And it's gonna week. happen in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> That's the uh, part that I'm like, those poor people, they already over have to... it. <laughs> so it's going to get crazy. Oh, yeah. Ohio, my, oh, my. Maybe they'll go to Cedar Point. <laughs> Who knows? I hope so. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you. If you like this podcast, please give it a five-star rating. Please give it a rate it. Give it a review. And we will see you next week for all this beautiful drama to unfold on the beautiful lakefronts of Lake Huron and Lake Erie, which totally didn't catch on fire at any points in history. We are so excited for Lake them to Erie come. Lake Erie was not to... on fire. It was, it was oh, wait, the that was Cuyahoga algae. River. <laughs> There's a lot of rivers that have been on fire here. Literally, <laughs> if you... 
All right, stay tuned next week. Where <laughs> we'll we're talking a lot about lots Ohio. Of insider information. <laughs> it's gonna get juicy. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs>